0: So it was a little bit before 9am and I just walked outside the gates of our compound. It was hot. I started heading towards the cafe so I could try out some Middle Eastern coffee. I had never been to the Middle East so I was kind of excited. As I made my way about halfway, the call of prayer started ringing out all over the city. I stopped and listened. It was an awesome sound but in a way it was kind of concerning. Because when you hear that call a prayer in Hollywood movies, it signifies something bad is about to happen. Where was I? I was in Qatar, the world's richest country. I had brought nine Wake Tech students to the heart of the Middle East. So I actually pronounced this country Qatar if you go to the Middle East, you'll hear them pronounce it Qatar. Um So whatever way you want to pronounce it, it is an incredible place to see. Now, this is a really small country. Um, I think it's smaller physically than the state of New Jersey. It has 313,000 Qatarian citizens who are the richest people on earth. But they also have 2.6 million people from Places like India, China, Bangladesh, and the Philippines who are there as guest workers building up this country, not only the cities and and the uh, um, sites, but getting ready for the World Cup. So you have uh, almost 3 million people in a really small area, um, but it certainly doesn't seem that crowded when you're there. So what happened was we were invited, or I should say I was invited to Qatar back in 2014, uh, by William Peace University. i uh been teaching adjunct part-time for them, and they knew I was working on building up the travel abroad, study abroad at Wake Tech, so they asked if I wanted to do a joint trip with them uh, to Qatar, and uh, William Peace had been doing prior to that trip an exchange program where students would go over there, and then uh, about 10 Qatarian girls would come over to William Peace and stay on campus and tour Raleigh um they had a alum that had some connection with William Peace that that now lives over in Qatar and set this whole thing up so she got us an unbelievable deal um we're talking for 10 days about $1,800 and that is half of what other trips cost and this was loaded with things to do which I'll get to later in the podcast um The $1,800 included round-trip air, included the food, which was unreal. It included the compound we were staying at. It included the university tour and all the touring we did that was on our itinerary for the 10 days, so um, packed for $1,800. So I did get a pretty big response uh, from students at Wake Tech. And what happened was we had some students who really wanted to go whose parents did not want me to take them to the Middle East. And I can understand, uh, next to Iran and some other countries you hear about on the news. So what I had to do was send uh, those, I think it was three sets of parents, a 60 Minutes video that showcased and profiled Qatar the year before. And it was a really good segment on 60 Minutes. And um, after the parents listened to that or watched this 13 minute clip Uh, all three of them gave permission actually two sets of parents asked if they could go but uh, they were not able to go we didn't have space so i ended up taking nine wake tech students and william peace took another four and i went with two other faculty from william peace so we had a we really did have a nice size group and it was unbelievable so i want you to hear the the preview it's about a minute and a half on 60 minutes uh, that gives you an idea of what guitar is like. And then I'll be back with you.
1: And started creating a country which could startle anyone living anywhere else. I think Americans are going to be shocked about a few things here. That there are no taxes. That electricity is free. Health care is free. Education is free. Sounds like a paradise. Well, I will come in with this paradise. <laughs> The Amir's paradise is rising from the sands along the western edge of the Arabian Gulf. In Doha, Qatar's capital, entire new neighborhoods have been built on land reclaimed from the sea, and the buildings have one thing in common, bling. Doha's skyline looks like it was designed by architects who didn't talk to each other, didn't like each other, and engaged in experiments they could never get away with at home and a Qatari can live anywhere without ever leaving home. A virtual Venice is around the corner, Rodeo Drive is down the block, and there are world-class restaurants in the ancient Arab Souk, which was built five years ago.
0: We did so much in that country on our 10-day tour. It was mind-boggling. I mean, we started with the uh, big Islamic art museum, which was downtown Doha um a billion dollar art collection about nine stories tall uh gold and statues and paintings and i'm not one for uh museums i like them but this one i loved it was really something to see and it's right downtown doha in the water and it's absolutely gorgeous so we kind of started with that we went to um a desert safari event way out in the desert um you get out there and you can get to see the Persian Gulf and you actually can see into Saudi Arabia. And uh, These guys take you on a desert safari tour. I split the sp- students up into three different uh, land rovers and they let the air out of the tires and I mean they fly through the desert cranking music and um, you're going almost on the, your side like you're going to flip over and I think they do flip over here and there. Uh, but we were lucky, and we didn't flip but and nobody got uh motion sickness. I thought for sure with the amount of action that we were going in these land rovers that people were going to get sick. but we survived, and it was really an experience um You know we went to uh, uh one of the areas on the Persian Gulf that was part or is part of a military base, and we had a Outdoor dinner, and we played volleyball, and we went down to the the beach and It was just you know uh, just a night to just sit back and say "You're in the middle East, having a picnic and uh just a lot of fun that night, and they had entertainers and belly dancers and things like that. uh The students got to ride camels it's it's the the time I realized that camels really don't like people on them. Uh, they growl and they hiss and they they have little face coverings so that those teeth aren't going to bite you. But uh, some of the students were brave enough to get up on the camels, which getting on and off of a camel is not the easiest thing for anybody that knows. Um, one of the nights uh, we were split men and women. Uh, the men went to uh, these two guys. They were brothers. We went to their house and... I think the house was eight, ten times as big as a house you see in Raleigh. Had a deck, the size of my backyard at the time I lived in a, a pretty good size house. I, the deck had a big screen television, and they were watching soccer. And they hosted the men, and they had a, a huge bowl of rice and chicken that we kneeled down and sat with them and we ate this with them and um we had hot tea and coffee that were served by servants on the back deck and i know the girls from the trip they got to go to uh, one of their host contacts and enjoy a uh, dinner and got to see the girls without their abayas and uh, that was a highlight of the trip so we uh we we took a class at least uh, the men at the guitar university, uh, at that university, the men and women are split up separate. So they have a student union for men, a student union for women. And in in our student union, uh, there was actually a subway, uh, you know, the food court subway. And it was just um, amazingly clean and big. And, um, you know, all the students had their traditional dress on and uh, you know, it's very unique to see the Qatari greeting, where men greet by shaking hands and then rubbing noses up and down. So uh, that was that was really a a neat day. Um, really, everything we did gave us a a really big passion, or gave me a passion for the Middle East, especially the food. Uh, I discovered chicken shawarmas over in Qatar. And I think, um, you know, I don't pass a restaurant in Raleigh or anywhere else I go without thinking of kebabs and shawarmas. So uh, it's healthy for you and it just really is, really is good. And then, our you know, our students loved not only the food and the tours and where we lived and the country as a whole, but they really made some good friends. And I remember landing in Qatar for the first time, and everybody on a long flight fifteen hours was anxious to get their wi fi so that was the first thing everybody was asking me at the airport in Qatar, do we have wi fi Where do we get wi fi I remember at the end of the ten day trip though most of the students didn't even have the phone on they didn't even it was in their pocket and you know the battery was dead uh they weren't on their phone they were Um, talking with their new friends they were hugging and crying that they had to leave Uh, you know they weren't on their phones as much as you see students on their phones and it really it really told me they had a high motivation and interest to learn as much as they can about the middle east and uh, one of our uh, participants jeremy shouse I remember him remember him telling me that now he was thinking about taking Arabic. He always thought about taking foreign language, but Arabic was now his number one choice. So, uh hopefully he uh he followed through in that um that venture. So, we have another student that I want to uh introduce and give her a call. Um Mirabel Krasanski, she went with us back in 2014 and I'd like to get her uh views. It's been a while, but her memories of the trip and what she thought of guitar. And so let's get Mirabelle on the call. And before we do that, I do want to introduce the testimonials that came from a recording uh, that's on YouTube of the Wake Tech and William P. students talking about traveling in the Middle East and guitar. So let me run that first and then we'll get Mirabelle on the line and uh, ask her about her memories of this phenomenal trip back in 2014.
1: We're at Qatar
2: University. It's amazing. I mean, the stereotypes you hear back at home are that it's just going to be a bunch of sand and camels and people with rags, but it's, it's amazing. It's the most built-up city I've ever been to. It's important just to break those barriers of, of what you hear back at home, and there's so much more to see out there and so many people to meet. All the people we've met are uh, absolutely fantastic and so nice, and um, they have so many interesting stories to tell you and things to talk about, and you can learn so much when you travel abroad. It an amazing trip. It was super enlightening. I got to meet some amazing people and try different foods I've never seen in the United States. Um, it was an awesome adventure and I would recommend it to anyone. I'm so happy I came. I also loved having dinner with some of the girls from Qatar. They have huge gatherings with all the girls in the family on Tuesday nights and we got to meet them and see them without their abayas. so that was really interesting. Yesterday we went on the desert safari trip. We got to ride in the um, Land rovers all over the desert, and I almost thought we were going to crash a couple times, but luckily we didn't. Uh, That was really exciting, got my adrenaline going, uh, and then riding camels was really scary too, but also fun. I think that Americans are really ethnocentric and that we don't know anything about the world. We watch movies, we see TV shows, and we think we have an idea, but we really don't. And there's no way to describe it. I can show you pictures, but I can't give you the adrenaline rush that I had. There's no way to describe it like that. It was interesting because you actually had a bargain. And in the U.S., you never usually have to bargain for anything. So that was kind of fun because you actually got to meet the shoppers and you actually got to see how they handmade purses and how to string pearls and it was just great. It's just such a beautiful country and you get to meet a lot of great, friendly people and the culture is beautiful. You read about it, you can read about it, you can watch it, but you have to actually travel and, and get to know people and, you know, see the places and you never know, you, can, you may learn. You always learn new things, I have.
0: So, we have Mirabelle on?
2: Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Good, thank you.
0: It's been a long time since that trip to Qatar.
2: Yes, I know. (laughs) It
0: it seems like at least 15 years. It's only been since 2014, so six years. But, man, it seems like a long time ago. That was a great trip.
2: It was a great trip. Uh, I still
0: remember it. Did you, uh, did you like the camel riding or did you get the camel ride?
2: I, yes, I did get the camel ride. (laughs) Uh, I remember that. That was one of my favorite parts, actually. Um, You know, and and it was what I was looking forward to because it was one of the main reasons why I took the trip. (laughs) I was like, okay, well, (laughs) I guess it's one of those things, either go to Florida, visit my mom or, go to
0: Qatar and ride a camel you know <laughs> uh, what, can you think of your favorite part of that trip uh, there were so many activities that we did I, it's hard to even narrow down three favorite pieces
2: yeah there was a I, I enjoyed so much on that trip I, I'd say the sandboarding was fun I didn't even know there was such a thing like sandboarding at night uh-huh. Near Saudi Arabia, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that that was yeah, that was fun. I remember making sand angels. That that was cool. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, the the goat. There was a goat festival, and you know, I don't know if it's been the same for everyone else, but I love goats. But I've never seen that many different species of goats all in one area, <laughs> all in one place.
0: I completely Um, forgot. Are you talking the last day at that goat zoo? It
2: it was like a goat festival, kind of. And it was to celebrate just goat herders or goat shepherds. there we go. Yeah, and they came all over. There was like Australian goats. There was a goat that looked like Darth Vader. Right. It was like, there were goats that were so ugly. They were cute. I, I mean, I think I still have pictures on my old camera,
0: um, but yeah, that is the the Islamic uh, Museum of Art. Yeah, with a billion dot yeah. one billion in collection, it was unreal. I'm, yeah, I'm not, uh, I'm not a big museum guy, but I have to admit that that was really a great experience going to that museum. Yeah, I I mean,
2: just I've I've always been interested in in Islamic art in general and the calligraphy so yeah I just made sure I just I took a bunch of pictures through yeah. all the Quranic texts yeah. medieval Quranic texts um and there were even automobiles I think yeah so like yeah like there was like an old collection from
0: uh, whose collection it was? I think I think it was the Amirs, I mean, with all the money they got, it could have been it could have been anybody over there in Qatar. The, okay, that's right, huh? So what? I forget. How did you hear about the trip to Qatar? Did you just see a flyer, or how did you connect with it? Um,
2: I think I was browsing on the Wink Tech website. Um, and I was in the library, and I was actually there. To do some errands uh, or something, or um, and then I saw it um, on on the, the I think one of the pages, and mm-hmm. then I clicked on it, and it just kind of piqued my interest because I was like study abroad Qatar, and I never thought or have you ever seen a a uh, a study abroad trip in Qatar? You know, yeah. usually it's like you know Spain or. Costa Rica one of those Central American countries but Qatar I was like that's so random so I was like okay let me like read into it and yeah. you know and that's when I decided you know like well yeah, let me go for it you know and it was perfect timing I mean I was like I said I was gonna it's either go to Florida for a couple of days or you know and I just I just thought you know like what the hell you know
0: yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah and you know, this whole thing with camels, and you know, I did want to visit the Middle East at one point too. So that, that was that was a, it was it was a nice experience.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did it change at all, or your perception of the Middle East, or were you all did you already have a very favorable perception?
2: Um, my perception was favorable. I mean, uh, I was pretty open
0: minded in the beginning. Um, yeah. Since Raleigh was already you know mixed um,
2: uh, I was in like I, like I said I was in the, uh, the food and beverage industry for a long time over there specifically and Starbucks and there was an immigration uh um, right across from my Starbucks so I've seen people and talked to people from all over from Algeria Morocco yeah um, Ethiopia, Eritrea, I, I even learned some words, and know, exchange knowledge, and um, okay. even, you know, spiritual texts, um, just because, you know, it was my interest, and, yeah. you know, I was there with people, you know, so I was pretty, you know, um, it, it, was, it was nice uh, being exposed to all that, so I figured, you know, why not even go abroad? and you know and, and just feel a bit more
0: and um, yeah I think it was it was a very positive experience yeah um, for so sure. on a scale of 1 to 10 10 being incredible and 1 being ah it was okay what would you give it oh
2: 10 absolutely
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I, I could
2: like you know 110 you know it's, uh, I, there's just no words to describe like yeah. how much you know it's impacted you
0: know I me mean? I mean I may be in debt but who cares you know <laughs> <laughs> well maybe you'll find yourself back there or another place soon I uh I I'm trying to think who else I've talked to on the guitar trip I don't think anybody yet but that was that was a unique trip again that's the only one we did with William Peace is kind of a that's and that's why Mirabelle we went because it was an invite out of William Peace so it was random but it was uh really was one of the best trips. Oh wow. So that was
2: the first time like that Wake
0: Tech actually That's the first and that's the only time we've been to Qatar now. Really? We we that's... went we went to the UAE wow. last year. But what the we UAE. Yeah, okay. Dubai, but we did not get to do what we got to do at Qatar, which was go to the university and take a class. I see, wow. And, and I know the guys got to take the history of oil. I'm not sure what the girls got to take. I don't know if you remember.
2: I don't remember history of oil. Um, um, yeah, I, I honestly am not sure. Um, yeah. I do remember being in a lecture,
0: though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. I don't expect you to remember, so. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, well, it was good talking to you. Just wanted to catch up a little bit and um, reminisce about the Qatar trip. I'm hoping that maybe that opportunity comes up again in the next couple years, and if it does, uh, we're going to go. So. Oh, yeah, that'd be incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Maribel. Well, great talking to you. Yeah,
2: you too, Jeff.
0: All right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. I uh, So you just heard from Mirabelle, who was one of our students on our 2014 spring break to the world's richest country, Qatar, in the Middle East. And if you have not been to Qatar, you need to go see this place. Trust me, you will absolutely be amazed. You've been listening to Let's Talk Tech Travel. I'm Jeff Myers, and look forward to talking to you soon.